Welcome back to Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me, the Nikkei Women series. Although the name Margaret Lyons doesn't sound very Japanese, Margaret was an amazing Japanese Canadian. She worked at the BBC and CBC and was appointed to the Order of Canada. I'm your host, Julie Tamiko Manning. Margaret Lyons was born Keiko Margaret Inuye in 1923 in Mission, BC. Her mother's family had immigrated from Shiga Prefecture in Japan, and at home, Margaret spoke the Shiga dialect of Japanese with them, although she only went to Japanese language school for two years. Growing up, Margaret loved Japanese kabuki theater and traditional odori dance. As a teenager, she also competed in regional public speaking contests, making speeches in English with other young Japanese Canadians. While she enjoyed discussing and debating current events with her father and dreamed of becoming a journalist, Margaret's mother carefully trained her in sewing and Japanese style cooking to prepare her to be a good wife. In 1942, Margaret's family was forced to leave their berry farm in Mission and move east. Like many Japanese Canadian farming families, they moved to Manitoba to work on a sugar beet farm in order to stay together. This didn't work out as planned because Margaret's brothers were all very young and her father had stayed behind to work in Hope, BC. Farmers in Manitoba did not think the family would be good workers. Margaret and one of her sisters ended up moving to Winnipeg to work as live in servants. They were able to work in the same house, with Margaret working as a cook and downstairs maid, and her sister working as a nanny and upstairs maid. Margaret had to learn how to cook Western style food as she went along, including how to remove a chicken's feet and innards before roasting it. Margaret worked as a cook for almost two years before moving to Hamilton, Ontario to go to university. Hamilton was one of the few cities at the time that didn't have any restrictions on Japanese Canadians coming to live or work there. Luckily for Margaret, Hamilton was also home to McMaster University. Margaret had finished high school in BC, but although she had done well and received a good education there, She had to take extra classes to meet Ontario University requirements. She studied at night school and worked as a chambermaid for a woman's residence at McMaster for one year before she had the money and the qualifications to enroll as a university student. Margaret graduated from McMaster with a degree in economics in 1949 and married her classmate and best friend for life, Ed Lyons. Together, the two of them moved to England. Where Margaret got a job at the British Broadcasting Corporation, BBC. She worked for the BBC for 11 years, starting as a typist and working her way up to becoming a producer. With two years of university French classes and two years at Japanese language school as a child and mission, Margaret worked in both French and Japanese sections of the BBC on her way to becoming a producer for the Overseas Service in English for Asia division. Margaret and her husband returned to Canada in 1960, and Margaret got a job with the CBC as a radio producer. She had a long and successful career at the CBC. She broke down many barriers for women as she was promoted higher and higher and eventually became the head of English radio. In 1986, she returned to London to be the CBC's director of European operations. 
Margaret left the CBC in 1991 to enjoy retirement in Toronto with her husband. Since then, she has studied Japanese and Mandarin, taught English as a second language and beginner's Japanese, volunteered for the William Lyon Mackenzie House Museum, and worked to preserve historic buildings in Toronto. She was active with her alma mater, McMaster, serving in their Senate for six years. In 2010, Margaret was awarded a member of the Order of Canada for her career in broadcast journalism and her extensive volunteer work for the community. Read Margaret's autobiography in the Nikkei Images Spring 2013 issue, available on our website. Tune in again for one last story of an amazing Nikkei woman next week. The Nikkei National Museum and Cultural Center respectfully acknowledges the building stands on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Kwikwetlem nations. This podcast is being recorded on the unceded indigenous land of Jojage, or Montreal, which is historically known as a gathering place for many First Nations, including the Huron-Wendat, Abenaki, Anishinaabe, and Ganyangahaga of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, who are recognized as the custodians of the lands and waters on which we gather today.